Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Monday morning. It is 627 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures up one and a half at 425. January soybeans up 10 and a quarter at 1170 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat down seven and a quarter at 607 and a quarter. March Kansas City wheat down seven and a half at 573 and three quarters. Uh, March spring wheat down four and a half at 565 and a half. Um, there are issues at Google and YouTube this morning. So I am not streaming live on YouTube right now. Uh, those of you on my subscription service, you, you may see a delay in uh, that newsletter this morning uh, that's kind of out of my control. And, and I'm not sure when this video will be uploaded. I'm recording it and uh, I will upload it as soon as possible. Russia plans to impose an export tax on wheat. Um, we heard these rumors on Friday and they drove prices higher on Friday. Now that it, it looks like this is a done deal, the wheat market's a little bit lower here this morning. Uh, the details, there's going to be a tax, it looks like, from February 15th through June 30th. Uh, it will amount to $30 per metric ton. This is part of a set of measures that are aimed at stabilizing domestic food prices as costs of, you know, staple items, uh, uh, bread, flour, sugar, stuff like that rise in Russia. They're not hi- happy about that. This is a big deal because Russia is the world's largest wheat exporter. USDA estimated last week that Russia would account for 21% of all global wheat exports this year. That's the most for any country. I think they're at about 40 million metric tons for the export estimate. So uh, this is a big deal. Now, maybe you have kind of a, a buy the rumor, sell the fact uh, scenario here this morning with the market lower. Uh, the Kansas City futures did uh, test those highs from Friday overnight at one point. NOPA will release November crush data tomorrow morning. Uh, no surprise, we're looking for another very strong number. The uh, November crush number expected to come in at 180 million bushels. That would be down 2.8% from from the October number, which was a record high for any month. Uh, this would be up more than 9% from the same month last year. So the pace of domestic soybean crush remains phenomenally strong, uh, despite the fact that we have higher soybean prices. Um, this is, is part of the reason why this soybean market has seen uh, very little downside and really very little, very few corrections in the midst of this rally. We we haven't been able to ration demand uh, to some extent. I mean, when it comes to domestic processors, we haven't rationed demand at all. Uh, when it comes to exports, I think China has slowed their buying simply because they've booked what they need from the U.S. and they're going to switch to Brazil come February or March. But I think if they still needed the beans, I think they'd still be buying them here at 11 or $12. Fund traders remain heavily long the grain markets. Uh, private groups estimate that estimated at Friday's close that funds were net long 265,000 contracts of corn, 189,000 contracts of soybeans, and 34,000 contracts of SRW wheat. Um, estimated combined long across those three markets, 488,000 uh, net long. That's a big time long position. We've only seen that in a handful of occasions. It's been that way for a long time now. Um, the the the, the the funds stay on the long side of the market uh, this time around has been a lot longer than, than what we're used to over the last few years. Rains in Brazil will be below normal during the last two weeks. Uh, your far northern areas and far southern areas will see some decent rain here the next week, but your central areas like like Mato Grosso, Mato Grosso is going to be a little bit drier and some other areas. Uh, you've got rains that will return in the, in, in the 7 to 14 day period. There's, there's t- two sets of maps that you'll see floating around out there. One of them is the anomaly map, which, which measures what sort of rain we're going to see versus average. And you're going to see that and it will look incredibly dry and incredibly bullish and get you really excited. And then you'll see the the maps that, that gauge actual 
uh, forecasted rainfall, which show that there's going to be some rain. There's going to be some rain this week. There's going to be uh, quite a bit of rain between now and the end of the month. So when you're looking at weather maps, just kind of be careful what you look. Just just be aware of what you're looking at. Rather, Congress has until midnight on Friday to approve a 1.4 trillion dollar spending bill. President Trump signed the stopgap bill uh, on Friday, I believe, which was combined with additional COVID relief. Congress has been an absolute miserable failure with what they've done in regard to COVID relief. Uh, they have shut down small businesses, uh, not necessarily the, the federal government, but at the state and local local level, they've shut down small businesses and have failed to pass really any sort of relief really since March. So an, an absolute failure here um, on the part of, of our representatives, uh, which they need to fix this week. It's got to get done. I'll be doing an, a uh, live stream tonight at eight o'clock or seven o'clock central time, rather, on YouTube and Facebook, assuming that uh, YouTube is working again by tonight. Um, we'll be talking ethanol. And uh, if you're interested in, in kind of the uh, future of, of ethanol, what some of the problems may be short term, make sure that you tune in. Corn market is kind of trading toward the middle of what's been at re- its recent range here this morning. Uh, nearby March futures topped at 439 a couple weeks ago. They bottomed at 414 more recently. So you're kind of in the middle here. Last week's USDA report. Report was a dud, in my opinion. Um, very new and very little new information noted. Uh, USDA could be overstating the size of the Brazilian crop. Uh, you know, the, the Brazilian government lowered their crop estimate. They're at 1026 for the, the total Brazilian corn crop. USDA is still at 110. So you've got perhaps a little bit tighter global balance sheet. Soybean market has acted really well. We are less than 30 cents from contract highs in these nearby January futures. Um, you were able to shrug off the, the emergence of some negative news. I mean, export sales have slowed. Uh, South American weather is not a disaster, um, but, but the market remains awfully resilient here. It's really impressive. Wheat futures, all about this Russia deal, a lot of volatility, big rally late last week. We're down a little bit here this morning. Uh, cattle market, I think cash traded 106 to 108 majority last week, uh, but then there was some stuff on Friday, 103 to 106, so uh, a little bit softer. Stock market strong ahead of the cash open. The Dow is up 240 points. S&P's up 30. Uh, bonds are down. U.S. dollar is is down. Crude oil is up 51 cents, 47.08. Gold's down 12 bucks. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, check out that subscription service. You can sign up for 49 bucks a month. You can cancel it at any time. There's absolutely no obligation of any sort. If you have questions about that, send me an email to info at standardgrain.com. Everyone have a great week. Uh, we'll talk to you tonight at seven.